pro. Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. No. No. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is the loudest I have ever heard. That's a lot of sugar report. You want really? some coffee with that sugar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's the microphones to be honest, because we're wearing the, the headphones. So yeah. we probably wouldn't have heard that or the water that yeah, other day like that. if we didn't have the headphones on. Yeah. Well it's like when we like touch these and Yeah. And it's yeah. like Jesus, that's loud. But... I know, which they're gotta be. Yeah. Oh my like god, the listeners gotta be so mad right now. Yeah. Oh, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Yeah, maybe we should come up with, like, I don't know, maybe a fucking signal to let people know. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me for assuming hilarity was just going to ensue. We haven't even done the, you. we haven't even checked the levels yet, but. Oh, they're bad. <laughs> they're, bad. they're so bad. You're such an asshole. <laughs> they're bad on your end. Because I didn't get a chance to check the fucking levels. Oh my god, you're screaming. Yeah, because you're an asshole and you deserve to be screamed at. So anyway, welcome to this issue of Mechs Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. You made it worse. Yeah. What's way, your name, Devin? It's Devin. Yeah, there maybe, you go. Was that fucking maybe hard? turn your shit down. This is also the last issue of Mechs Men. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today we're going over um, the last four issues of Grant Morrison's new X-Men, which, uh, that was fun. Right? Uh, yeah. Devin's serious about that. <laughs> um, Actually, for all for me saying I disagree with you guys, there is a lot to shit on. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah, it's really because it's really fucking so bad. much. Although I mean, basically Phoenix Liner. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, we also have next our Gen next. Is that what it is? Next Gen. Next, next gen. gen. Yeah. Gen, uh, I knew I was gonna. Get oh no, because the last one was Generation Next, and then there was yeah, like I was fucking up. And then, uh, that's pretty much... It for comics. Yeah, yeah um... Rogan, I mean, Mr. and Miss X came out, but I'm not reading that. Oh, I think yeah. Shatterstar did, too. Maybe we should listen to, I mean, listen to, uh, uh read specifically that, Mr. and Mrs. X, for the yeah, X-Men podcast. We should. We can do that. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> check out Shatterstar now that it's finished. I thought, start, when you guys issues. were already reading it, though. Or did you just read the Rogue and Gambit series before? I read the five issue of the Rogue and Gambit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just X-Men Gold was so bad, I don't want to pick up anymore. On, I don't care ruin, what's going on with Rogue yeah. and Gambit. It was a good series, so I'm excited to read that, Mr. and Ms. X. Because I didn't have a lot of you know high hopes for it. I'm not a big um, them. I know a lot of people love them as a couple, but... Oh, yeah, I, I never really cared. I, yeah. I didn't get the fixation that yeah. Gambit has for Rogue. It's like you can barely touch her. Like it's it's because he time. can't touch her. Yeah, that's all, the only. But reason like he cares. literally though, yeah. it's not like she's too good for him. It's like, hey man, she'll literally kill you. You have a problem. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> He's it's exciting. Yeah, it's like ultimate. It's like usually I blow things up. This is a thing that can blow me up. I mean, he's basically the comic Charlie Sheen, just putting his dick where it will kill him. That's actually that's a really good point. Yeah. I never even made that comparison. Yeah. yeah. Also whores. Also whores. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the boots. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Gambit might be the one guy who wears his own fuck me pumps. He I mean, does, well, him. and he's got that protective mask that goes around. 
Oh yeah, you still got the headgear from the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Jean brought her. You know what? Up. I'm not gonna shit on that because for some reason it looks cool. I don't yeah, care. Awesome. I like that he kept that outfit for the longest time. His '90s outfit didn't go away. Yeah, it's just pretty I much always been the same. I, I never I understood mean, the the magenta. The magenta? How do you not understand? It's a color. No, no, I don't understand why he's. Oh, so his into use it. of magenta. I thought yeah. you had a, well, a, we're, a we're misunderstanding talking, of the color. That's that confidence. Wow, we're talking <laughs> yeah. about his suit. Of course, it was it's to contrast with his energy. The energy looks the same. How is it contrasting? No, well, I meant like, oh, yeah, I used the wrong word. <laughs> it's a compliment? To, to, yeah, to compliment his energy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so glad that they didn't make him a clone of Cyclops. That's all that 90s shit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't get into it. And and uh, it was, he was either going to be a clone or he was going to be another Summer's brother. A sum, yeah. Yeah. Because wasn't Sinister interested in him and they were like teasing that he was going to be that Summer's brother and shit. Something like that. I could see his power set, though, going along with the Summer's. Yeah. Like, and he's he the only, because all of them can absorb the energy. He just would be the first person to be able to, like. Use it in a different way. Yeah. Plus his eyes were red. Plus he had, like hair that came out of his head in that weird ass a lot of mask. people have hair that comes out of their head uh, you didn't you didn't wait for the end of the sentence before you decided to make that comment yeah, but, uh, you know 90s mask could mean a lot of things no we very specifically referenced we all, that 90s we mask all wear masks metaphorically speaking <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you for pulling that off <laughs> no problem <laughs> um, so yeah uh I guess there's no real news in terms of, like, um, the movies or anything like that. Oh, did we already say that New Mutants might be going to uh, yes. straight to Hulu? Uh, yeah. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Oh, well, okay. Uh, New Mutants might be going straight to Hulu because why not? Well, yeah, it shouldn't be in theaters. Well, it only cost them more money to be in theaters, really. Yeah, might as well just release it straight to Hulu. X-Men at least already have the franchise built. So there are a bunch of people who are just going to be like, X-Men movie? Like my cousin Sandra, she like is obsessed with, like, I'm so excited for Phoenix. And I'm just like, I, I don't have the heart to tell her. It's going to be bad. It's, yeah, it's dumb. You have dumb aspirations. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, everything you like is terrible, and you should feel bad about yourself. Yeah. It's going to be great, so fuck both of you guys. <laughs> you know that's not true. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. You know that's not going to be true, Best Justin. movie. Best movie? Best movie. Since X-Men 3, right? Yep. <laughs> Watch her pull off some no. shit like... You know what happens to a toad when it's touched by fire? Oh, man. <laughs> I have high hopes just because. It I'll... burns slower because it's actually kind of naturally lubricated. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if the movie will be good, but I know I'll probably like it. Probably not. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> if anything, it, may, it probably just dries out the lubricant. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like we cut Justin off, though. Oh, you're good. Well, that's because his last opinion was that he thinks it. <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah. I already like it. I didn't even watch it yet. That, that's why your opinions are bad. <laughs> I feel like that's how you know this arc was trash. This new X-Men arc. What? How is there a correlation? Because, because I like, you like it? Because I like most comics and that was just utter garbage. Yeah, if he... No, you like garbage. No, no, no. He, he likes, he I like likes everything, almost. everything from X-Men. So if he doesn't no, like he something doesn't like from Wolverine. X-Men, you know it's really bad. Yeah, not bad. Wolverine, no. He doesn't like the character Wolverine, but I bet if you asked him about the story arcs, he'd be like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's just that Wolverine was in him. Yeah, true. I like, is, that, is that your real problem with I like this? Logan. Is that he was the one at the end? Well, first of all, I didn't care about any of those fucking characters, but we'll get into it. By the so. way, he's the only one who makes sense to even be there at the end, but yeah, we will get yeah. into it later. Well, no, Cuckoo's made sense, too. 
TV. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I don't know if we keep saying this. We only we'll have one book that. to cover, so, <laughs> cover, so like later is going to be really soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're trying to stretch it out for content. <laughs> so next gen uh, is pretty great. Um, it, it's the yeah. student book. So I guess we're done talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting into it. Man. I was starting with, I think it's pretty great. That was tagline. <laughs> it's pretty great. Next gen. It's pretty great. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about X-Men? That they're good. <laughs> that, like, you know, the books are good. But the next generation, pretty great. <laughs> you know, there's Glob Herman and... Was Gold Balls in it? Tell me Gold Balls did a lot in it. No. Oh, fuck you guys. You're no. trying to bury Bendis. He's not in it at all. He's on the cover. That's he may, Is he really? He's on a cover. Oh, no. Yeah, he's on the... He's not on the main cover. There's... I was getting confused because there's... No, there's the different student ones. What's the other student one? There's... there's there's There was two variants that I saw that were really cool, but they were the primary student group that we saw in the first ten issues of Uncanny. So, you know, Anol, Rockslide, Pixie, Armor, um, and Glob. Huh? Saying stuff? Don't acknowledge him. He's not on the podcast. Because we're not Mexican. I know. You know, the two of them combined would make sense. Because I was telling him, you don't read X-Men. So it's like... If the two of you were one person, if you you guys go fit, fusion dance, ex- exactly. You know what, Devin? This isn't good content. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mikey can fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, if he ever does. <laughs> and Mikey, if you're doing this right now, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's basically working for nothing until we make money. I um, I will give him five dollars if he starts recording <laughs> or uh, editing them soon. But uh. I, like we talked about before, they're focusing on the primary Utopia uh, class. Yeah. And so, Gold Balls came with the Bendis run. That was after yeah, the Marvel's trying of to bury Bendis, and it, I would be fine if Gold Balls was still in Spider Man, but he's not. So he's breaking. They're breaking my heart. Yeah, I guess. I would read a Gold Balls solo series, and I know, uh, I know that I'm wrong, but I would want it. I'd want it. I'd read... More than Shatterstar. Yeah. I'd read a Gravity Gold Ball series. That would be the... Great. It'd be the Gravity <laughs> of Balls. Yeah, but it would... Uh, so they'd like... There's some heavy balls. <laughs> yeah, some heavy balls. Yeah. That'd be a really terrible team. <laughs> because there's nothing more sad than the effect of gravity on balls. <laughs> I but that would be the greatest series that Marvel ever did that didn't sell over a thousand copies. Yeah. Uh, and Gravity is always getting shit for being a And me and you would X-Men. buy 500 of them. Yeah. Uh, each. Yeah. <laughs> All thousand copies. Because, yeah. like, oh, these are going to be worth something to someone yeah, one yeah. day. I mean, they might be if we're the only ones that have <laughs> thousand issues. Uh, anyway, so the content of the book. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you get into that? Yeah. God, why the... Oh, okay. So keeping format. Uh, no, I just... I thought of a reference to a thing that would be very untasteful for this, so... God, it made worse. Because taste. <laughs> you know what exactly I'm talking about. All right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> shit. 
I can't think now. You you're talking about the you literally haven't started. <laughs> so if you just start getting into the book, all the all other right. stuff will come out. <laughs> so, all right, uh, keeping in line with the whole um, culture of everyone's isolated in. That was the loudest thing in the world. Jesus, stop <laughs> referencing outside things, man. You started this. <laughs> on, Mikey, keep, get it in post. <laughs> but keeping keeping in line, uh, it, it, it elaborates on Nate Gray's vision of what a peaceful, utopian uh, world is. And then you, you get some more detail, too, on the whole mind wipe system. Apparently, it's three strikes and you're out, uh, as that comes up later in the book. But it starts out, you see everyone sorted, sort of like, uh, did you ever see Divergent? Or like, even peripherally? Like, no. out of the corner of my eye? Well, like someone else was watching. Like, I never sat down and watched a whole Divergent movie, but I know, I get the gist of it. No. Alright, so, you know how the sorting hat works in Harry Potter? I, I mean, I guess. Okay, well in Divergent, everyone gets sorted into a class of of people that they then specialize in, like, something, right? They're warriors, they're agriculturalists, all sorts of shit. We're just farmers. That's a really fancy way of saying farmers. Uh, but anyway, that's what Nate Gray does. He has, in the school of mutants that, you know, in Marvelous X-Men and Alpha, where they keep referencing, you know, taking these kids to the academy early or whatever, that's this school, and everyone gets grouped by well sorted by angel into what category they're supposed to be in you know whether they're a farmer whether they're supposed to be first responder like the x like eventually to become the x-men or department x um and some others like if you're going to be into like medicine and chemistry shit like that uh it gets sorted so everyone has like different color uniforms like there are green ones i actually kind of all look like beast boy uh they're green ones, blue ones, and red ones. Um, I don't remember seeing any yellow uniforms. Like, But they look like the yellow and black, kind of. Uh, so you have the main group. Oh, they're like a, like a brown shade, too. Sorry. I feel like you're really focusing <laughs> on the colors of the uniforms I, I know, yeah, more I'm than shy. you need to be. Well, I don't know why I said that to you in Italian, because I was going like... <laughs> I, Doing the handshake. It ties into what I'm going to talk about, though, because now you have... Too much on the uniforms. Because <laughs> now, now you have characters who are friends, but aren't... Like, the, the power dynamics of them, like, socially, are completely different. Because you have characters like uh, Pixie and um, Armor, who are part of the responding unit, like the, the emergency responders class. And they'd be with the girl, the, the shark girl... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Shark the, Girl. Uh, literally, her name Shark Girl. Yeah. Holy shit! Does she team up with Lava Boy? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but you you have her and Rockslide, who are part of whatever group the brown uniforms are, and they're with uh, Pixie and Armor. And then there's like a fire that breaks out down the street at one point, and Pixie and Armor are like, "All right, you guys hang back. We have to go take care of this." So like right away, it's like they're benching people who otherwise would have been part of their team so you're seeing the the social dynamic shift yeah because of the colors of the uniforms yeah well and like i i'm assuming that there's some difference between they need 
more people built for rescue missions now than they do for, for battles. No, not at all, actually. Oh, no? The, no, crowd control is all they're there for. It's still assumed that the X-Men or Department X can handle it. Which, by the way, Psylocke's group, the memory white people, they're Department X. All right. Yeah. Um, so, what happens to, like, so, there's, it's, it's basically just a school book, right? Um, like, Wolverine and the X-Men, or New X-Men during the run of uh, Astonishing. Yes. New X-Men was just the kid book. Um, and it's that version of that. And Glob happens to be in the agricultural department. And he has a like notebook where he's transcribed the events that actually took place that Shark Girl calls his fan fiction. But in reality, it is their reality before Nate Gray warped them into a different reality. I feel like I said the word reality too many times. Probably, yeah. Uh, a couple more. <laughs> it, I'm, it's starting to make me feel uncomfortable. So anyway, um, the fire breaks out. Pixie and Armor rush to it. And you have uh, Blob, because uh, he's a Department X Blob Herman. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> Being an asshole. You have... He's tackling... Uh, is it Prism? I don't know who he was or, attacking. No, the girl who's like Diamond-ish. Oh, but, Blink. Or Bling. I'm a frost. Bling, yeah, Bling. Bling. Not Blink. No, You're right. it's a girl, not woman. Uh, yeah, so he's attacked Bling and he's saying, you know, this is your second strike. And like... Third strike, right? No, because he mentions, like, she only gets one more mind wipe oh, okay. before. So, like, Armor and Pixie, uh, or is it just Armor, who, like, kind of sees this Yeah, it was just moment. Armor who saw it, because then she goes and tells Blob. Yeah. Uh, so she catches this moment and realizes it's awkward, like, Glob, uh, Glob, Blob doesn't want, <laughs> fuck you, uh, Blob doesn't want, uh, armor to see this so immediately he tells her to go and do crowd control no pixie did see it but pixie was cool with it because pixie was like no he knows what he's talking about he is district or department x okay yeah 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 so it is hold on man you don't get to tell me i'm wrong and then tell me i'm wrong again sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) tell him he's he's wrong as many times as you want because i was like i think it was armor and pixie's like no 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 it's just armor Wait, 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 no, 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 you're wrong. It is Armor and Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned your one right into two wrongs. So uh, anyway, <laughs> you turned it into two wrongs. <laughs> Go on. Um, so while she goes and they sort of like leave Blob, like, all right, that's really awkward, uh, she sees a knoll run out of the side of the building and he's like you didn't see me they can't take me again i can't lose it again like talking about his memory so they've already been caught before and all this has happened before and uh she leaves like unsure of what just happened because she feels like well i should have reported it to department x but i'm old my friend and i can't imagine what he did wrong and he seems so scared all this stuff you're probably thinking his is it, anal the whole time. Well, <laughs> I was thinking, is it annul all of our friends? What? 
Just move on. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> so she ends up uh, in Glob's room, and Glob right away is like, "You can't be and here." They do an all. They do talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the last book I, left, I read with Glob, he was jerking off. So they're not allowed to because yeah, they freaked out about her just being in the room. Like, yeah, that's what he's saying. He's like, but if he puts like, it in can't... the butt, it's not the same thing. God, Jesus, man. Uh, there, he makes a comment that she's not allowed to be in there. They could get in trouble because they can't even be in the same personal space. Uh, let alone do physical shit. Uh, like a null. <laughs> and, and so she wants to know what's going on and what he knows. And basically it has something to do with his power and convincing her. Because he lights his arm on fire. And like it looks like he's going to attack her. But it's obvious whatever he's doing is going to release some sort of stored memory of the events that happened. Since what you get so, in... Uh, and that's Glob who does that? Yeah. Well, because, you so, know, Glob is but, like a candle. He's a living candle. Yeah, I'm saying he might just be setting the mood. Wow. He's lighting candles. Wow. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're more upset by how right I am. I know. <laughs> that's exactly the problem. Um, oh, and there's an interesting moment, too, early on where... Uh, if you remember the French twins... Who calls all the problems and yes. determination? Maxine and whatever. You would remember the yeah. fucking twins' names. No, you would remember only one. <laughs> Just one. Not that memorable. Uh, they make a reference to not being able to read uh, Glob's thoughts early on. So she makes some joke or insult or something where she's like, it's funny because I can see through you. Like, everyone can see through you literally, but I can't see into your head, and I can see into everyone's head. So, for some reason, his thoughts are shielded. Protective wax. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, it's interesting to see where that goes. Because uh, I think it had it's going to play into Shoot. unraveling everything. There's a really bad joke there, and I don't want to make it. <laughs> then okay. don't. Yeah. Then, then I feel like you're still it. thinking yeah. about it. Stop. It's just in my head. <laughs> it's just terrible. I'll tell you after the podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, basically that was all uh, Next Gen was. But it's cool. And like, I really like... Uh, Brisson does a thing at a certain point um, where he's he's got like the heads of different classes and departments sort of finishing each other's sentences, but they're talking about their own separate thing that you, pro- you see like certain monologues of movies and stuff yeah. do. Where, you know, they're, they end on what would be the word the next person says first. Yeah. But, like, you know, ends with the dot. Like dot, Austin dot, Powers. But it's not about uh, penises. Wait, what? Have you not seen Austin Powers? No, I just forgot that moment. Not in years. No, they have that joke, you know, like, oh, like the, the liney shot, uh, the big shiny rocket that looks like some guys. And they're like, Johnson, we need that report over here. Yeah. Like yeah. that, yeah. but you know, not about dicks, not about dicks, yeah, and more coherent and uh, to the story, more like, on topic with the podcast, yeah. yeah, 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 not comparing for listeners, <laughs> okay, 
But yeah, we have so a lot of time to fill here. That's next gen. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I thought the art was really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they drew armor, like a good job with armor. A lot of times I feel like people slip up with armor or they, or they don't have like a good consistent look with her. Yeah, she looks consistently Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically Japanese, I guess. Is she? In the book? She is. This is because sometimes they don't make it clear. <laughs> well, a lot yeah, of times they'll just draw her like a white girl. You just don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we don't have a... Oh, it does answer, though, um, that it's not armor in the other book, though. Yeah, because if it's it's armor here. Yeah. In uh, the, the one with the prisoners. I, I forget the it's name. It's then. Yeah. Well, we were pretty sure on that one. Well, we weren't. And it looks exa- I was. Maybe you guys were just wrong. I wasn't. Because that looks exactly like her. No, it doesn't. No, it yes, doesn't. It does. She's an Indian woman. Yeah, that would look like her if she was, like, way lighter. That looks exactly like her. No, she's it's exactly how they drew her in X-Men Red. And you can tell I'm right because it is her. No. You're still assuming. We haven't read it. We <laughs> don't know. Be her. It's just different. I will bet you $5. Well, I'm sure it's her, but it's a different artist. They do that to Bobby DeCosta all the time. He's well, yeah. super dark, and then all of a sudden he was like super... Well, light. Morrison's new X-Men segue. Oh, why? They changed uh, <laughs> the uh, the artist every fucking... I, I liked this artist, though. Yeah, he was the best one. This is, and, but I mean, even early on with reading comics, this was my favorite style of art. Yeah. He drew that Wolverine booty great on the cover, right? Oh, he, yeah, that's <laughs> straight up, like, I, I took a picture and I was going to post the, it. Let me see the, I, I, uh, I took a picture of it and I was going to post it in our group chat and be like, Wolverine's pulling an Emma from like, you know, the next issue, but. Well, I guess technically Emma would be pulling Wolverine. Yeah. Since it's the next issue. That is just lady porn there. <laughs> like, yeah, let's make him a cowboy. Now imagine how one. hairy it is, because you know it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, the hairiest. Well, maybe yeah, he's got knives. He could shave pretty <laughs> easily. But what is his throwback? Back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny that his tank top is the fucking suit, though. It is. You're gonna Actually, have to post the picture of that of the cover thing. It's it is, and he's just looking over his shoulder like, "What's up?" <laughs> like accidental. Fashion. That's like an Instagram model pose, right there. It's it's good to know that in 150 years in the future, there will still be douchebags that wear cowboy hats. Calendar pose. <laughs> <laughs> it is calendar pose. But yeah, it's it's good to know that though. <laughs> That he's basically sexy Flanders on the cover. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> but yeah, it's that stash. So, uh, do you want to go over the overview then? Sure. Um, Since you've loved it so much, <laughs> you, you have terrible taste. I hate the title. Here comes tomorrow. Yeah, this <laughs> is like oh, it's already there. It's. Uh, it sounds like a sequel to that Annie song. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're like, guys, in this Annie sequel, it got dark. <laughs> there's there's mutant killing robots. There's mutants now. <laughs> That's the fuck that in the Annie sequel. Uh, Alright. So, I mean, I do have a lot of negative stuff to say about it, but it's, for the most part, I liked the story. Um... What happens is, so we end the last arc with Phoenix dying, 
and this arc begins a hundred. You could be talking about anything. Well, actually, no. We end we end the last arc with them finding a phoenix egg 150 years in the future. Yeah, and they pick back up on that that uh, this phoenix egg is super valuable, and all the sides are looking for it because it's presumed to be Gene, and that there's this it, like giant battle of mutants and humanity versus what you find out is the U Men and the sublime. Yeah, sub- sublime because he comes back from having been shot out of a, not even shot, dropped, dropped out of a skyscraper window, like way back when you find out he was really just this ethereal virus thing. That's, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just I feel like halfway through this, you're gonna be like, maybe I fucking hated this arc. No, 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 no. I'm very aware of all the things I didn't like about this arc. Um, but anyway, uh. It starts off with this jarring, like, Beast is the bad guy, which, I mean, that's not jarring. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's like, whoa, Nova. That, I like how that was another twist that, like, yeah, but Cassandra I mean, Nova was. They seemed like pointless twists. Yeah. Where it's just, like, cheap, like, oh, the good guy's bad and the bad guy's good. How, I mean, how did it come across, about? Oh. She's not good. Beast is just bad. No, she is good. How is she good? Isn't she working with Beast? Or, oh no, she's no, working, she's with working the good against guys. Beast, right. and yeah. she's she's constantly referencing Xavier's dream and working toward that and all that bullshit. Well, I think it was said that like it's she's kind of like a combination. No, she's what's her face? They were calling her Xavier though, Cassandra Nova Xavier. Yeah, I feel like, like maybe there was some mind meld between them or something that was implied. No, she's Ernst. Yeah, they did say Ernst. Oh, yeah. yeah that, uh... So you find out Ernst all along was Cassandra Nova for some reason. Yeah, this is stupid. Yeah. But any, anyway, so there's a war. Why is she still alive 150 years later? I don't know. I don't understand why any of them are alive 150 Besides years Wolverine, ago. but even... Exactly. He's the even only though, one that makes sense. Even though, you know, he should have adamantium poisoning. Oh, he gets it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty quickly. 150 second year. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the next day. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. So there's a, a a war between the two of them and the last uh, free nation of mutants and humans uh, of Mega America, which, okay, yes, it's filled with a bunch of yeah. uh, Morrison names for things. Yeah. Because he's that's, really fucking lazy. That's one of the not-so-great things about it. And yeah. also, it's filled with all of his, like, very, very, very obvious liberal biases. Where it's sort of, like, almost boring to read. Almost. Well, that moment... <laughs> well, I think he nailed it. Because <laughs> I had a dreadful time reading that. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> These leather chairs, man. <laughs> Let that oh my god. It was so loud. <laughs> Justin Barty. Why is this a weird problem? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> so anyway. Sorry. Um can we that's, t- that's his opinion on fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I often feel the same way when I think about this arc. Yeah. Uh can we oh talk about god. uh not Star Lords? Uh, because that name is clearly just Star Lord. Tom Tom Skylark. Yeah, I thought it was like a lame Skywalker reference thing. Yeah, I thought it was a Chip Skylark reference. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he's gonna start singing about his shiny teeth. Oh, okay. 
<clears throat> yeah, so there is a character, Tom Skylark, who's just a normal human who yeah. like is like the first boy with his sentinel. He's Star Lord. Deal. <laughs> Well, no, they've... Oh, my God, that even smells kind of bad now. <laughs> just um, move on. Oh, but it's drifting over here. <laughs> You're oh. embarrassing Justin. I'm hoping it's just behind it. my back to get yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm, like, trying not to... Man. Shell of breaths. Anyway. That's uh, actually <laughs> helping quite a lot, thank you. <laughs> Painting the door. But, um... <laughs> Skylark. Yeah, he's a, just a human who, like, befriends a sentinel back when he was a kid, and then the sentinel does whatever he wants, and then it leads into this really weird moment later. Uh, that's one of my notes. But um, he meets with the last contingent of the X-Men, which are Wolverine, Cassandra Nova, uh, Eva, um, which is Phantom X's bio ship, that's also basically just a knockoff Jocosta. Yeah, it was his um, nervous system. Yeah. Was that before or after Jocosta? Uh, Jocosta or Jocosta, I don't know how you pronounce it specifically, uh, is an old character. So this is after. Yeah, she's... she's um, yeah, it looked like Jocosta to me. Yeah, she's an early... Yeah, kind of uh, like dangerous too. She's like, an early Avengers thing. I think Ultron makes her or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. Because <clears throat> um, there's a lot of references in Iron Man about that. Yeah. Anyway, that's basically what she is. Uh, so you have her, and then you have someone who's clearly not Beak, but is sort of alluded to being it's a Beak. Descendant of and Beak. then yeah. later you find he looks, out he's a grandson of. He Beak. looks dope. Buff Beak, pretty much. I thought just maybe Beak lived forever. No. And then once you know he, what he, like, he grew into you know his what powers, it, you know what it made me think. Of is uh, Charlie Day in <laughs> <laughs> It's Only Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> like combining the, the Super Patriot the gimmick and the Birds of War gimmick yeah. into one gimmick. He had the baseball bat too, which I found hilarious. Yeah. That was his weapon. But, I mean, what else <laughs> are they going to do? I like how, uh, well, it, it kind of bummed me out now that the more I think about it is that um, they they have you alluded that maybe like Beat grew into his powers and became super awesome. And then they reveal, like, oh, it was his grandson. Oh, no, 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 no. First they reveal he's not super awesome. Then they reveal, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's his grandson. But I thought he. I then thought... they reveal after that that, like, Beak was always shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, <laughs> like, there's a, a semblance of hope that maybe when he became an adult, like, Beak kind of looked like that. And they're like, no. Yeah. Don't even think that for a little bit. He was always shitty. Yeah, and even at the end, too. And well, first of all, when, when you first hear his name, you think that Wolverine's fucking with you, like as as a reader, yeah. where he calls him Tito, because like, is this some sort of bizarre, stupid like Jackson reference or something? Um, I forgot Beak's real name. What's the real Beak's real name? Oh, I have no idea. That's why I was, I was like, maybe his real name is fucking Tito. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> fucking remembered all these memorable characters. I just thought it's it was weird some that they joke spotlighted. Does so many shitty jokes. They spotlighted so many characters. Spotlight. I'll call it what I want. <laughs> but I'll call you wrong. Morrison gave the spotlight to... Uh, I love how he did <laughs> A lot of different characters. Because he created like a shit ton. But he, yeah. he focused on the ones that like nobody was going to care about later. Morrison... <laughs> like, Morrison is the guy... Alright, if Marvel creates these amazing uh, like marble sculptures, right... 
that each writer makes better and better, presumably, over time. Morrison's kind of like the premium marble salesman. He's given you the bulk thing. It's in there. It's great. It's yeah. great quality stuff, but it's really rough, and someone else got to make the good shit out of it. But he's... Well, yeah, it's him and Bendis that are, like, selling the marble. No, because, see, Bendis, I, I feel like... The opposite. Is the, I do kind of feel like he's the opposite. I think it just well, seems he, that way I now. I think he does both. I think he, he, he does both, and he's balanced. Yeah. Him. I think it just seems that way now because uh, Bendis... Uh, has created a lot. We haven't seen a lot done with his characters. Yeah, but every other time that Bendis picks up a character, it's not great. Claremont does both great. All he does is X Men. All he does is if he can write somebody else besides X Men, it will blow my mind. He wrote Miss Marvel. The whole Ms. you Marvel. know what he dreams of writing is morning reports for CNN. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he dreams of writing. That's his dream job. He yeah. got stuck in comics. Somebody should make like a a collage of all these <laughs> reports. Quit, quit this ridiculousness! Sorry. <laughs> that's what, how we feel about him yeah. and this. That's that's out. an exact line of his dialogue. Is what that is. Quit this ridiculousness. Yeah, vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> that was even worse. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, fuck. Where was it in the story of it all? Tito. Tito. Oh, yeah. so bad. Tito. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> and I feel like that's how he pronounces it. <laughs> Tito. So anyway. <gasps> that sounds like the fake Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Tito. <laughs> From uh, fucking... Oh, Team America World Police. No, I, a worse movie than that. The interview? Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a funny movie. It's, uh, I think it does sound like... Uh, <laughs> Team America World Police now, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think about it. Tito. <laughs> Stop doing it. I think someone's going to say I'm waiting racist. for you to move on. <laughs> I can't think. Um, I need to fill time while you're pausing. You're creating the pauses. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the, uh, the ragtag team of X-Men fight the army of... And this is actually kind of cool. That Sublime mix. The army of Nightcrawler Cyclops. Yeah, the Crawlers. Yeah, which I just think of as Nightclops. Yeah. 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 Swing and a miss. And a pack of them. Nope. Nightcrawlers. No. (laughs) Nightclops. 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 We're going to run a panel later. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're yeah, going to do a poll. Like, do a poll. <laughs> the, the first and only and poll it's we gonna ever be do me. is for an arc no one likes. Yeah. So it's it's essentially going to be Justin picking because nobody <laughs> And maybe no. Shauna. Yeah, two other people. <laughs> um, you know, the other day, too, someone was like, yeah, I saw a meme like that. Like, it's our meme. You Brian the, does that to me all the time. The page, and it's like, you could have supported us. <laughs> That's what I, told. It. I was like, yeah, you keep on telling me how great all the stuff we post are without knowing we post it. How about you throw a like our way? <laughs> Which is funny. We have no idea. You we saw it. Yeah. We don't know we're reaching anyone. Anyway. Uh, Except Shauna. So they fight the crawlers. They think that they're uh, winning. Um, they're not. They find, they find out because... Uh, Sublime's big scheme all along was to hatch the Phoenix egg. 
by incubating it in a yeah, giant... Yeah, Sublime was in Beast's body. I don't think you mentioned that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, but by uh, incubating the egg with all the Nightclops optic blasts, which I also don't think Morrison realizes it's not heat-related, so I don't know why that works. Hey, man, he thinks that Cyclops sees yellow. I don't think Morrison knows what he's talking about with Cyclops. I think he was being overly technical, like I, assuming what it was going to look like. I, I think you know. What he I did? think he's being an asshole. He saw those like, like he sees red sunglasses and he sees how it kind of glints yellow, and he goes, "Oh, it's always missing that. So why not just say that the, from the inside it's yellow, and the outside it's red?" You know what I'm talking about? Like how red lens sunglasses always glint yellow. Yeah, but you also see like sunglasses. Not like yellowy. No, I'm not saying there's no logic to it. I'm just coming yeah, I'm up saying with more an excuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he just wanted to be like, hey, nobody else would think this. Like, I think yeah. a lot of what Morrison writes is just what he he just wants to do in the moment. Yeah, he just likes to make shit up. That's what it is. Well, yeah, it's good. He's a writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people don't like to make up their own shit. They just like to. Well, they build like up to yeah. elaborate and expand reasonably over something. And he like because I was thinking about this earlier. Um... Oh, all right. Let me put a pin in this thought. That way, I can just finish this and then we'll go back to this thought. Um, the big fight between the uh, X Men and Sublime ends up just falling apart everywhere because Phoenix is resurrected, thinking she's on the right side because she recognizes Henry. Or yeah, Henry, Hank, Hank McCoy. Fuck. Yeah, Hank is and Henry are the same thing name why whatever uh she recognizes him and her memory isn't pieced together until she sees another person she recognizes wolverine and he's like oh yeah that guy is not the guy you think he is uh after which point she's already done some fucked up shit like eradicated all the rest of the mutants in the last the they he called them the proud people so (laughs) it sounds super offensive kind of but I think that goes towards his, like, uh, political point of view, which I could really just expand on, but it's just got to get the story part out of the way. Uh, he, Wolverine convinces her that she was on the wrong side, and then her memory clears up, and she's like, oh, yeah, I guess I have been doing fucked up shit, like, just eradicating a bunch of people. Yeah. It's a, pretty, uh, it's a dick move. Yeah. I was thinking I was de-germifying everything, and in reality, I was just, you know, genociding everything. Also, Morrison, uh, on this arc, he was like, I, wanna, I want uh, a lot of points where I can show uh, naked Jean Grey back. Oh, yeah, uh, a lot of naked Jean Grey. Yeah. Well, it could have been the artist. Yeah, well, thing. it's like he, he filled up so much naked Xavier, he was like, how about we get some chicks in here? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of naked Jean. She didn't put on anything to like, the end. I was like, oh, wow, she finally has clothes on now. Yeah. And it's barely anything. Um, yeah. Anyway, the big battle uh, is a bit anticlimactic because all this time, Sublime was just trying to revive the Phoenix Force so that he could harness it for himself and make himself super powerful and that he could, by touching things, uh, rearrange them molecular like the molecular structure as like earlier in his run you find out that's what the phoenix power really is especially when combined with gene gray is just the ability to 
change molecular uh, structures in things. It's where they got that from the movie to fuck it up in the third one. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess, you know, Brett Ratner or whatever. Brett Ratner sucks so much ass. Yeah. They like <laughs> Ironically, probably not nearly as much as, uh, fuck, who's the first guy? Brian Singer? Brian Singer. Trust me, they both do a <laughs> lot, uh, which is, uh, it's not consensual. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're both terrible human beings. <laughs> yeah. Just one's a pedophile and the other one is Just awful. towards women. Yeah. Yeah. So they're both pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. How about we get, like, a good person who can direct X-Men? Well, I thought we had one, but then apparently he just made pedophile jokes. Because James Gunn was great. Yeah. So, I guess you can't joke about Brian Singer and Brett Ratner. Yeah, they don't like to... Them, if there's something Disney doesn't like, it's when you point out that other people are better than <laughs> yeah. pedophiles. Uh, but yeah. Um, it ends with Sublime fucking up Wolverine, kills him by taking away his healing factor. Because Wolverine's all like, I'm going to stab you. And then he was all like, and he'll oh. do it. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, you've lived too long. I hope that's exactly, I hope at some point there's a movie where Wolverine's like, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> ah. Just try to shank people. So he ultimately does die of uh, horrendous wounds and I'm assuming uh, metal poisoning from the animatium. And uh, ultimately the phoenix ends everything and reverses time because there's a moment it all gets linked back to which means the whole thing was pointless no no it all links back to a moment with scott where he's mourning gene and he decides he's done with everything he's completely defeated and uh emma comes to him and tries to offer them to work together to rebuild the school because xavier inexplicably quits yeah which is a weird thing that doesn't because get... Because he's a douchebag. Okay, yeah. Never, never mind. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's because he's a douchebag. And so Henry tries... He's a jerk. Henry tries to do everything on his own. He tries to stop uh, human extinction. He tries because they're supposed to be phased out as uh, mutations just keep expanding across the world. Um, so he tries to stop that. Uh, meanwhile, run the school and lead the X-Men, and ultimately he resorts to using Kick to enhance himself to keep up with everything, which turns out to have been an aerosol yeah. form of Sublime all along. Stupid. They're just aerosol vaping sublime. a dude, apparently. Uh, <laughs> aerosol Sublime sounds like what you buy for your bathroom, so it doesn't smell like shit. It doesn't... And they're like, oh, now it smells like shit and flowers. <laughs> With the hint of lime. Yeah. That's the sublime. Sub yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and he, uh... Oh, fuck. So he gets basically brainwashed it's not like by you're getting sublime. getting a blowjob, right? Here. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I have a hard time thinking. Yeah, so Sublime is inside oh my the cake, God. takes I over Beast. No sleep, man. And like every time this we go get sidetracked, I just completely lose my point of reference. So 
This is really bad that I'm the overview guy. Uh, you've been doing this for a long time. It's the notes guy. You normally have the notes. But you go over notes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, you forgot to do notes. It ends with Phoenix Green Lanterns. Yeah. And ultimately, Jean Grey says the live yeah. Scott thing. In that moment, he's influenced to take Emma up on his, her offer, and the whole future is... Yeah. Which, man, did that, did that read rough when that part was happening? And she's like... Because in the first time, and she's like, don't you want to rebuild it in our image? And everything he said was negative before. And then he's like, no, I don't want to do that at all. And then they redo it. He says all the same negative shit. She's like, don't you want to rebuild it in our image? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't read that great. <laughs> yeah. about it. He's like, when you okay. Consider, <laughs> but when you consider like such, like the, the altruistic place of like love and care that that comes from, that that's influenced by the Phoenix and Jean willing it through time and space. Yeah, it still reads terribly. And it's st- exactly <laughs> like yeah, it is bad wording, but that that lends to Grant Morrison being bad with dialogue. Yeah, because <laughs> he it, literally just says yeah. It fit for me because I was like Jesus Scott because he was being same old whiny sad boy Scott, and then well, his like, wife just died. Yeah, but still. Uh, yeah, again. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, Emma was like, come on, dude. How many times is she going to die? Yeah. You're going to cry again? She's like, come get this pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you stop worrying about that one that keeps For real dying this time. Yeah. <laughs> Won't do it in your head. But no, so I'm saying, like, he's just being, like, uh, self-pitying. It wasn't, you know, and then he finally just admitted to himself, basically, yeah, I guess that's what I do want. I'm, not, I'm tired of being a little sad boy. But so. that, I think that... That's because Morrison doesn't try to understand the characters he writes. You read Bendis writing Cyclops, and you get that Bendis gets Cyclops. He even talks about it. He even says, like, I, I understand the guy. I don't want to hang out with him. But it's because I understand him. Like, he's he's not the the, the, the best guy to choose. Well, yeah, he's not fun. Yeah, he's not fun. <laughs> Until, like, I mean, now he, he's at least but people tend to favor people, people <laughs> tend to favor the characters they find fun. Like yeah, Wolverine and Nightcrawler and Wolverine. I would not ever hang out with Wolverine. I'd rather no. hang out with a a party of Cyclops than <laughs> Wolverine. I feel like he does get Cyclops. He just doesn't hand feed it to you. No, you don't get thought bubbles of Cyclops. No, saying how bad he feels or anything like that. I think he understands his importance. That's it. I don't think so. I don't think they understand when it's appropriate to draw on a phone. How is that not like (laughs) That's a really good point, because I was going to bring up that. Like, that whole... He was like, he just had a phone in his hand all of a sudden. And he's like, who's the guy with the phone? You! (laughs) You're the guy with the phone. Also, he calls Wolverine Bub. I know. Talking to himself, because it's actually Wolverine talking. That part was written so bad. It was paneled so badly. Yeah. So what else, what did he do that made you seem like was not Cyclops? Well, most of the way Cyclops behaves in that him and Wolverine stuff doesn't make sense. The When they're getting rid of uh, Weapon Plus, he's got two moments that really feel like Cyclops. And really one moment where Cyclops is being himself and the other is just understanding his importance on the team. So, early on, when he's talking down Zorn, that's a Scott Summers moment. 
That's that's me believing, okay, here's a character whose powers are uncontrollable, who knows he can kill someone at any moment uh, on accident, and who knows that, or he probably feels other people judge him for it, and all of his actions, like, based from that. And now here's another character that people are going to write off because they're too powerful. So him being able to relate to the guy who has uncontrollable power and the need to control it, to contain it, and to value their life. So Zorn, later with uh, the will and testament of Charles Xavier, that other guy whose name I'm spacing on, but later they just end up erasing. Mr. M? Forget-me-not? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, other characters go back in time and erase him from existing. Scott actually, Absalom, yeah. Mercator. I thought that is Mister. Did they do that to a lot of guys? No. Scott actually <laughs> dies. A lot of people. He dies because uh, Shield decides to destroy the mutant. So they they kill him and Magic and Emma and uh, like basically his whole team, and then they all get brought back to life because someone else goes and solves it. Uh, Tempest actually, she goes back in time, and then she comes back, and then. So what was a non Scott <laughs> Summers moment though? Yeah. Written by Grant. That was out of character for Scott. Um, him going to get drunk at a strip club, to only the get shit on it all. The, the entire hell, yeah, the Hellfire Club of all places. Why would you go to the Hellfire Club? I feel like he gave himself his own out, like on purpose to not write Cyclops properly because he. He's like, oh, I got the whole apocalypse was in his head. I'm going to make it like, oh, he's not himself anymore. So I guess. he gave himself an excuse to write Cyclops however he wanted. But that, all right, that that speaks to how I, how I see Grant Morrison writes is, like anyone who creates a thing has some level of a god complex. Because you're making a world or you're yeah. building a thing. Grant Morrison, I think, is too aware that he gets to make whatever he wants so he makes whatever he wants yeah. well uh, i know i've brought it up before but we're talking about the same guy who his comic got canceled so he asked his fans to make masturbation sigils okay yeah that, that happened i forgot that happened but okay yeah yes. it did happen uh hey this comic got picked back up so <laughs> maybe he is god i think maybe people misunderstood it and were just like mailing their semen and they're like, like we need please. to get this to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just all this jizz just keeps on showing up at the by the <laughs> jar. Maybe we should bring back the Invincibles. Uh, but I mean, you could tell him just like he will name anything, whatever he wants. I mean, the proud yeah. people are obviously. Oh, I've read Green Lantern. Yeah, but I mean, all right. But the proud people, for example, of Mega America, clearly is a reference to the over, uh, like, egotistical society, like, nature of American society getting hyper-extremed over 150 years where it's now blown out of proportion and they are known as the proud people who ultimately meet their own demise because they are too proud or whatever the fuck. That there is literally the last whale in existence is a mutant who can't be saved. And Sublime says, hey, I just killed the last whale. I can do anything. Like, it's... Yeah. 
I don't know. They all just seem like I such hated obvious. That, the whale. I hated that fucking whale. I was glad it died. I hated <laughs> reading dumb. every panel. Yeah, it was because it was impossible to read just what it was saying. And I I know it was the whale's stupid, but it makes no sense. The it, words were out of place and written wrong. And it, yeah, I get that's what you were going for, but it sucked. What you were going for was stupid. Yeah, the, the whole arc was ridiculous. But real quick on that Cyclops, I feel like. He wrote a lot of the Cyclops I didn't like. He wrote a lot of different types of Cyclopses that have been used by other characters. And there were a lot of the ones I didn't like, but I don't think they're really out of character. I think the strip club was the most out of character thing. You know what? But... Actually, I take yeah, I take that back a little bit just because that moment where he bands with the students to take over fighting Magneto, that is, I think that is a Cyclops moment. Yeah. yeah. A, lot so of he's this, got... a lot of the stuff is... Sorry, we keep talking at the same time. A lot of it, I feel like, is him. Like, the self-pitying, it's like a bad character trait, and I don't like reading him do it, but I feel like that is part he of his character. He almost immediately stops it, though. He After this... Uh, he should have leaned heavier on the buddy copying with Zorn. That was the greatest thing, I think, out of his run, was all the buddy yeah, cop shit with Zorn. Zorn should have never been Magneto. Yeah, that was stupid. He fucked up his own run with that, because that was such a great character, I feel like. That's later something that's revealed, too, is that Magneto... Like, they're, they're recounting history, kind of, yeah. right? And they're like, Magneto uh, did, like, followed orders he didn't understand, where it's like, so Magneto was being bossed around the whole time? Like, how does that make sense? Yeah. Like, someone told Magneto to, tur- like, dress up as Zorn and, let- like, I don't get, like, I understand Grant Morrison wanted to tie everything he had put together. Into one big epic finale. Yeah, and what sucks about it too is he also doesn't seem to get Magneto. Not at all. Well, no. Yeah. Well, because you have all right, you have you men, you have uh, all the the Nanite Sentinel shit. You have Cassandra Nova. You have Magneto going crazy. You have him being Zorn first, and you have this whole roller coaster of Cyclops' emotions. That apparently end up being the linchpin to this whole thing, whether the future is doomed or not. Um, and, and you have Beast trying, being overwhelmed. Like you have all this stuff that's kind of peppered throughout the big, like the fur, like all all of it really, up until Gene's death. Uh, you think you get the climax then with gene's death but really this is the climax this is what it was all meant for and then it was like what you threw that together for that your ultimate you man is just phantom x which by the way that was obvious apollyon yeah it was just phantom x i was about to say man you did that whole review and you didn't mention the main character of that story He's not the main character. I know, I'm just fucking around. Because the whole story, <laughs> he was complaining that whole story. He's just bitching that he didn't have Phoenix graphs. Like, what the fuck? He was, like, so prevalent, but so unimportant to the story. Yeah, he even the there. reference of him being Phantom X is, like, just an offhand thing. Where Eva's like, oh, wait, did I just... No, I guess not. It's like, yeah, he just wanted to tie wait, everything. Wait, she in. heard Phantom X. Who, wait, it was, did I miss that? Yeah, and, the, uh, guy, the guy Star-Lord? who's the U-Man is Phantom X. The U-Man. Apollyon, who worked with Beast. Apollyon, who was like Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the Herald of Beast. Yeah, I totally missed that. They, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Because it just, he, I, he took off the mask and was like, I'm dead now. I am become death. Yeah, it was really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's like he wanted to tie in everything and make some conclusions. I swear I liked so this. Rushed. 
I, I told you, man. I told you halfway through this, you'd be like, maybe this is garbage. Okay, no. Here, all right. What I did, like, uh, no. All right, I gotta pause. There's so many. Yeah, because it was bad. Already. It was really bad. Okay. All right, all right. One of the things I liked that later, and it's not even something he did, but that later. When B starts turning evil because of learning the magic stuff, he starts turning white. Yeah. So I like that they equate white beast is bad. And that this is a start for that. Okay. Racist. They did it. Yeah, that's what you picked up, though. I don't get uh, how Cassandra Nova comes back. I don't understand how she was Ernst the whole time. That didn't make sense to me. Yeah. It just seemed like he threw and, it together. Well, he seemed to have want to have a shit ton of different reveals, and he just put them at little spots. Yeah, they, like were, they were all kind of shallow. Yeah, they, yeah, they weren't important. Yeah, everybody was somebody else. We got it. Uh, the whale is Colossus. You get a bootleg <laughs> forge in the maker. Yeah. He's one of the proud people. Isn't Ernst? But Ernst was still around. That's what confused me, because she was in Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah, I think they just wrote it out. Like, so she's like not... they retconned a lot of Morrison shit. Yeah, like they brought back Zorn and said that was never Magneto or Zorn. There were some moments that felt a lot like Secret War had plucked from this, though. Like there is a panel where the Sentinels dropping down that looks almost exactly like when Scott drops down with the two Sentinels at the beginning of Secret War, and then yeah. also the fact that he even has a Phoenix Egg to well, merge with. Did did they say who that Skull was? And I just missed it. He was just a dude. He was just a random mutant. Yeah, he gets murdered. That seemed like it was going to be a thing, and then Beast just like no, because he fuck the skull, break it. He was going to reveal that Beast was actually sublime, and then yeah. ruin it. Oh yeah, the whale's name was Mermax. Oh my god. All oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I gotta Rover you. was dope. Rover was probably the coolest thing Are about you the whole. That was probably the coolest thing in it. Yeah, Rover the Sentinel. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Rover and Beak. Like Beak's grandson. Those well, I don't the know only... about Beak's grandson. Beak was my the look of part. Beak's grandson. I'm like, look at this sexy ass Birdman here. He's like, <laughs> buff as shit too. Uh, he is. He's a right. I like that they had Wolverine do martial arts. You never see like Wolverine's a great martial artist. You know, like there are a lot of cool images of Wolverine. I guess that's not exactly on Morrison. Your favorite one is that cover though, right? Wow. How dare you, <laughs> Wolverine? <laughs> Ass, ass. <laughs> Dude, I, I will say, uh, and again, it's always uh, the same shit happens with Morrison, where his bad dialogue get, has, and one arc is saved by, like, one line. And, yeah, um, yeah, and that's when uh, this book. Beast was killing, uh, Sublime was killing Wolverine, and he's like, what, do you think you'd live forever? And then the Phoenix turns on him and kills him and yeah. says the same thing to him. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was dope. A little speck. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, alright, so I think here's... Here's actually what's been bothering me a lot about Grant Morrison. Is that he's touching a lot of concepts that I myself am personally working on. That I'm like, oh, how do I get people to get this? Right? And I'm watching him not do such a great job at it. And he's Grant Morrison. So it's making me feel... Kind of like shit. So maybe if you uh, write a bunch of people and have them do masturbation situations, <laughs> that'll help. But at the same time, it's like I'm trying to use it as a cautionary tale. I my favorite line is when you see Quentin 
turned out to be a phoenix. That was dope as fuck. It is dope. But that... She, Jean Grey Phoenix goes, I feel like I've met you somewhere before. And he goes, yeah, we've met. Lots of times. Mm. And then leaves. That there are these interdimensional... Yeah, well, because he's like, like, you always... Spirits, like souls yeah. that... He's like, you always do this, and we've met a lot of times, like, why don't you stop? Yeah. But and that, she does it anyway. But that, they're, that they are removed from time and space, and that they are... There. Like, the destruction the Phoenix causes, when you realize the scale at which the Phoenix works, doesn't seem like that big a deal. If, mm-hmm. like, destroying one planet ultimately may have made, like... An entire galaxy better. Because then it's like, it, well, is that really genocide if it's working from such a grand scale? Which is never taken into account. Still genocide. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Depends on how you frame it. Actually, if, it's worse. It's uh, there's another word for it. First, is it first degree genocide? <laughs> first degree. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like manslaughter, but genocide. No, it's, like it's, it's another side Premeditated genocide. All right. What if, for example, the weird planet of like plant people that she destroyed uh, was going to explode and destroy like five other solar systems surrounding it? And when she went through it, she actually caused it to implode. Like there was no way to save the population. On the planet. No, I get it. It's like what Namor did when he was destroying those planets, so they wouldn't. Yeah, basically. I agree with it, but I'm just saying that's the perspective that you. That's the perspective that you kind of get from this book that the Phoenix have, and that there are so many of them spread out. Bigger than just in the yeah. That's that's ultimately what I liked about it. And that the whole thing was pinned around one decision that the Phoenix ultimately influenced. Plus, it ties into a bunch of other stuff. Like, uh, there's a whole future reality that the Phoenix erases where Cyclops becomes president. That was in an annual. Now, having read this, it's sort of... That makes sense. That, like, oh, there's, like... The Phoenix is always kind of rewriting history. Yeah. When it sees it going south in some way. So I think maybe that's why I ultimately I ended up liking it. But, oh my god, there were so many things to like. Yeah. Oh, you that. shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't like it. You really shouldn't. I gotta say, out of everything that we read that we didn't intentionally read because it was shitty, this was the worst, in my opinion. <laughs> this was just so hard to read. I dreaded even having to Yeah, I think Morrison's run was anything. much better in the beginning. And then it, yeah. He, he should have just ended right before this. Like, why even do this? That's actually a really yeah. good point. Ending... Well, because he does, he does. He ends where he ends. This is like an unnecessary epilogue, really. Yeah, it's yeah. like a filler arc. Wait, and he should have ended on the hundred and fifty. He had a nice round hundred and fiftieth issue. Could have ended everything, yeah. and then he did the future arc, which must have been a contract reason or something. But so but he he does end on the literally the exact same line. Yeah, live Scott. Yeah, right. That moment in one fifty. Where the Phoenix tell like says that to Scott ends up being the exact same moment through time and space that the Phoenix says that to Scott. So basically, you get all like it really is just an unnecessary future arc, and it's so clear that what <laughs> you're like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's so clear that Morrison did everything just to do this. This is what he wanted to do the whole time and knew he wasn't allowed to keep it the way it was. So he had to then undo it and had to create this giant thing. And how many arcs did he do before this? Just to have this post-apocalyptic package. I know, I, I hear it. <laughs> You know how we were talking about Age of X-Men, how it was like too long, we thought? Like 10 issues could have been a little shorter? Yeah. I feel like this four issues could have been longer. I would have cared more about the characters. Because I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I did not give everyone, a shit about uh, fucking Tom Skylark in no, Rover. In fact, I hate Tom Skylark. None of the, I did not care about any of these characters. The stupid-ass Nightcrawlers with the Cyclops vision. I'm sorry, this whole arc was trash to me. The Cyclops. Yeah. Dumb as shit. Fuck I didn't even care about White Beast. Stepford Cuckoos were the only thing interesting to me. Hashtag they didn't even do anything. But even them. They're just I, interesting to you because they're the step They're just there. And that was the but they, they don't even make sense to have lived 150 years unless they're another iteration of clones. They're clones, yeah. Yeah. But that's not made clear. 2.0. Update. Even then. They're like... I mean, I, I guess at 75 the, years old? I mean, I guess at the time, though, they never established what the Stepford Cuckoos are. Because we, we never got into them being Weapon 14. Yeah, we did. that was the, that was the uh, what's it called, introduction, yeah. I guess? Which I haven't men- mentioned Oh, I thought you said now. more. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I haven't I, me- mentioned it till now because I thought it was going to come up in this arc. But yeah, they're Weapon 14. So that's what I felt like that was the explanation, basically. They're alive this long because they're fucking Weapon 14. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so well, was Wolverine all, is. So was making 10. all the weapons sentinels. How is Captain America? He didn't sentinel? make them sentinels. He just made Wolverine. That's a sentinel. metaphor. Making them conceptually all sentinels. Yes, that's what he decided they were. There's constant references to it. That Weapon Plus was just building sentinels, just different versions, they iterations over time. Using Captain America, like when they started. That's what I'm one. saying. How does it make sense? It doesn't make sense that he keeps referencing this concept. I don't think they started from number one. I think the mutant killing Justice League started later. Because even Wolverine wasn't going to be on the Justice League. No, I know. Morrison like was shoehorning him in as a sentinel, quote-unquote. Despite him not being on that mutant hunting Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. yeah. They call it a Justice League. You guys keep saying that. No, but they were supposed to be a superhero they had group. The, the that table. Were, yeah. Like, and they even their own <laughs> chairs with the names on yeah, them. Yeah, that... It was only supposed to be three, actually. I mean, I want to say I'd read that, really? but I don't. I'm never a fan they of the Weapon 14. X books they come out with. It was only going to be Phantom X, uh, Weapon Twelve, uh, Weapon, weapon 15. Fifteen, and they skipped Fourteen. What about thirteen? Oh, he's well, gonna... maybe they didn't skip Fourteen, but we didn't see the three chairs. The and five it, chairs. They knew two were going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like there were always two extremists on either end. Yeah, like, they were going to be clipped. One's a, one is a hero, three are neutral, and one is a villain. Oh, it's the first two they don't get chairs die. Yeah. I think... They, they, in fact, they planned on it. It's like only... Maybe they're waiting for the other two to die. And then there'll just be one. You know, it's only three chairs so, here. She's gonna be, I'm the one in one. You know what I think the, ultimately the problem was with all this? Is that Morrison has good ideas that he doesn't like to polish. So he, at the end of the day, he goes, ah, it's a comic. Yeah. And moves on rather than. I think he's more concerned with his original concepts than he is concerned of like picking up the X Men or doing Green Lantern. Yeah, maybe there's that too. I think there's a lot of phoning in. I think he yeah. has got like he has a handful of really, really good ideas 
and then he just strings them together. Because yeah, I feel like anytime I hear somebody talk about how great Grant Morrison is, they're talking about the Invincibles, or they're talking about uh, Bro, his you... Men in Black stuff or whatever. I've never just even heard that. Reading the letters, reading the letters in these issues at the end of the books, like what books are they reading? What were they saying? Lot, lots of praise. <laughs> well, they don't post the bad ones. Yeah, they don't post. Like now, <laughs> can you talk... imagine if you flipped to the pack of champions and they were like, "This book fucking sucks." <laughs> they just post all the shittiest. Which is crazy comments. though, because it, it kind of did, and there was so much like, "This book's amazing. It's revolutionary. It's it's exactly what we needed." And it's like nothing's happening. They yeah, had to sift through a lot Stuff's of stuff's happening now. I don't know if I told you that. You you've told me several times. No, I'm but it, it's the actually they're doing like an arc. Wow. Yeah. No, but now being where we are and like talking to people who were there, like reading this shit when it came out, I've never heard it looked upon like it was a good fucking drop or anything. Like it's important, obviously. A lot of characters were made, and it's very important to the history and stuff. But I always hear shitty things about it. Yeah, like Claremont. No, I <laughs> only hear good shit about that from that time. I, I hear tons of bad shit about the '90s. We're going into yeah, the '90s. Uh, were really bad. We're going into <laughs> to God loves man kills next, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You'll yeah, and then you were going to read the uh, the Chuck Aston stuff, right? Aston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll add, I don't think... Because uh, the stuff's ass. <laughs> Get <Thanks. it? laughs> Also because of Emma's ass yeah. on the cover. Oh, yeah. Chuck dead Aston. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to read the Chuck Austin stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the next two issues. Um, I actually only have one of those issues. i got to figure out how I'm going to get the other one. So we're going to second of Charles today, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Comics are two for three, or three for two. I hope. There's some combination of that, I'm sure. Yeah. If you buy three, it's for the price of two. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's not if you buy two, it's for the price of three. (laughs) That's a, in a way. That's a shit deal. That that is a shit deal. They make more money that way, though. So, obviously. No, they wouldn't, because nobody would come in. Well, no, you'd see their incentive to want to do that. Yeah, and that um, we're yeah we're doing. Uh, do you have? You're gonna have to borrow shit for that. Or? God loves man kills. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, uh, which it's not very long either. So I can drop a trade. We can me. also do the overview of um, uh, fucking astonishing. Yeah, I should also have sleep by then. So I mean, maybe. Yeah. No, 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 no. Definitely. Usually, I'm able to actually sleep in on Saturdays. No, no, no. My job, they, they told me, I would, they, they, like, they told me Saturday was mandatory to come in, and then last minute they were like, oh, no, we changed it. Yeah, I don't see how that's related to our format. Oh, well, I would perform better. Yeah. You jerk. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, performance issues, do Yeah. It will, will, uh, one out of five. They say. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rock hard, bro. And one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually been, well, not specifically for that, but for just uh, working out in general, and because lack of sleep actually does lower testosterone, I've been taking like a bunch Soft of supplements that, what, what? It seemed like you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been taking like um, supplements that promote Testosterone, uh, what is it? Biological manufacturing. Wiener hardening. Well, <laughs> pretty much. It's not supposed to just be wiener hardening. It's just general. It's the exact opposite of stool softening. <laughs> what? 
It is. <laughs> One softens the back stuff. The other hardens the front stuff. Yeah. Oh, fuck you and your logic. But a side effect, though, is, no, straight up, rock hard erections. So, no, I no no issues there. Everybody hear that? Yeah. Devin's in a room with five guys and is super hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can be. That's my point. He's about to be. <laughs> he said he's ready at any moment, as yeah. I uh, so, he yeah. pop off at any minute. As far as next week goes, though, uh, we do have... Um, it's basically all vitamin D and zinc. We'll have plenty of content next week, dude, because I I also have the new issue of uh, Dead Man Logan that's coming out. I'm so excited. For Dead Man Logan? Yeah. Because Logan's a dead man. Because yeah. he's a fucking hater. Too bad it's 12 issues, though. I know, it's going to be so... You know what, though? I actually, I liked Wolverine in that arc. In Old Man Logan? No. Dead Man Logan? No. What we just covered, New the Nord. He was so pointless. He doesn't do anything in the yes. arc. Is that why you liked him? Tom Skylark. He doesn't He's do the nothing. hero. Shiny teeth and me. No, no, but I, I like that concept. I mean, I think that's why they brought the concept back of like a boy fighting and uh, making a Yeah, turtle it was fight. Iron Giant, and I hate yeah. the fucking Iron Giant. Oh! I, all right, remember I said there was a weird moment, though, that was really stupid. It was a very Grant Morrison thing to do, is that... Tom Skylark and Ava started like sort of hooking up, and oh, then yeah. Rover got jealous yeah, and distracted. The and then he, even, <laughs> and he even said, he does, he's, he's so stop. But he even says like Rover saw us and it got upset, and that's the problem. It's and like, then I can't the, do this. it just fucks off until he apologizes, <laughs> makes him think he's dead. Oh God, that was so dumb. Yeah, that was really weird and unnecessary. Yeah, I'm glad I remembered it, though. Yeah, it so bad. see, I forgot half of this shit because it was so unimportant. It was terrible. I honestly, I, but I didn't take, I didn't think anything of it. I was falling asleep in the first issue like like four times over. Yeah, because yeah, it's bad. See, take, I thought it was sleep deprivation. No, it was because it's it. bad. If I'll, it was that interesting, you would have been awake. Yeah, no matter what. It was that know. uncanny 12. Yeah. I'll take a bad story, but I just can't stand unimportant stories. But I mean, they... when they're also bad, that sucks. Yeah, if they're just unimportant or they're bad, he's he likes them. Yeah, but if they're bad and unimportant, they got to be unimportant and good about a character I actually like. Yeah, is it Sylvestri? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, or, uh, right, Sylvestri. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's been doing shit for a while. Yeah, I mean, he made it worth looking at. Are you talking about Wolverine's ass? Yeah. Rock hard. <laughs> yeah, rock, rock hard. Rock hard. <laughs> that happened to be the top book I grabbed to read the name, you dick. <laughs> Look, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> you keep it on top, right? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's always on top. It's 151. They're in chronological order. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying if I get back home and that issue's all sticky, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> it won't come out of the bag. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> It's just all it's just all jizz in here. <laughs> it cut it out like uh, the martial arts scene I liked though, he was shirtless. <laughs> so I'm not helping my case. But no, you're not. You didn't have to mention that. Wasn't we didn't as... ask you. You <laughs> just yeah, offered up that information. Yeah, because I know how to joke works, man. Jesus. It wasn't as good as Cyclops with that uh booty uppercut though. Booty uppercut Oh, that uh uh Fuck I Last week, Uncanny. Uh, yeah, no, the the artist, I, and I like the artist too. Laroca. Laroca, yeah, that Laroca drew. He's got like 
him popping his ass out while he's doing an uppercut is really weird. Yeah, posing. He knew someone was taking a picture from behind him to make it a panel. Pretty much. It's a two-part move. He just had a Deadpool moment. Are we rapping? Yeah, I've been trying. (laughs) But Devin had to bring up uh, what he forgot about Morrison. Oh, my God. Sure, blame it on me. It was your fault. Uh, Anyway, that's been this issue of Mex-Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Later. Get a better sign-off.